Uncover and Elevate is the next evolution of Liberate Your People Pleaser. I'm Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and after coaching hundreds of clients, I am unapologetically clear on this. People pleasing is a symptom with a deeper cause. Being in a toxic relationship or career and feeling trapped has a deeper cause. Avoiding difficult conversations has a deeper cause. Self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, confusion, feeling insecure, all have a deeper cause. In Uncover and Elevate, we are going to look under the hood every week to uncover what the deeper causes are that shape our lives, including the ones that make breaking a pattern, even one we want to break, so hard. Then we will elevate our lives with tools designed to transform those deeper causes and deal with the symptoms. Join me each week as we uncover and elevate our lives. And now, here's this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Wouldn't you love to stop saying no to yourself all the time? Now, I don't mean things like, I'm going to say no to myself for eating a whole cake in one sitting. Okay, that's okay. Say no to that. That will give you a bellyache. I mean all the ways that you say no to yourself that are actually probably diminishing your own life. They're diminishing your own authentic self-expression. So saying no to yourself when you don't agree with somebody and don't speak up. Or when you want something and don't speak up. Those are all ways we say no to ourselves. Um, depending on what's going on. Like if we have a certain part of our life that we're really trying to quote unquote work on or make some changes in, like maybe it's around diet or exercise or spending money or, you know, something like that. It can get really easy to say no to ourselves. So I'm wanting to be more fit or lose weight. This, my example here would apply to both. So I, my goal is to get to the gym, whatever, four days a week or do some kind of exercise, whatever that is, four days a week. And you get to a day and you're just like, oh, I'm beat. I don't really feel like it. I really feel like it would be better to go take a hot bath. No, no to the hot bath. Got to get to, you know, the gym, the exercise routine, whatever. Now, there's a difference between a no that is sort of like our inner little two-year-old throwing a temper tantrum. I don't want to, <laughs> which is sometimes why this is hard. I mean, it's what I'm talking about today is actually so much harder to implement than it is to talk about. <laughs> so easier said than done. But in the situation like that with the gym or even let's say with something about spending money, you know, maybe your budget is sort of tight or whatever. It doesn't matter how much money you make, what your budget's like. There's always something that we want that our rational mind or, you know, part of our mind will say, oh no, can't spend that money. Can't spend that money. Need to say no to that. Say no to that. Say no to that. And there are times that that no could be in alignment with our actual truth, that inner wisdom, our higher self. Um, 
our soul, whatever word you like to use for that, that resonates for you. Uh, we all have this inner part of us that we are not taught how to access that knows what's in our highest good and knows when we need to charge that red dress and wear it to that event because then you're going to meet a person who's going to open a door for you and it's in some way you know an opportunity or something and it's life-changing and you're like in hindsight you're like thank god i charged that red dress you know and then there's other times you buy the red dress and a month later you're just like oh my gosh i can't believe i spent that money right so it's not actually about the decision or do i go to the gym you know is that no, I can't go to, I can't skip the gym tonight. The two-year-old throwing a tantrum saying, I just don't want to, or your inner wisdom saying, look, honey, you just, you need a break. You need to go take a bath instead. You need to just sit down and read a book. You need, you know, so what we're looking at in this concept really of saying yes and no to ourselves is about tapping into that inner wisdom. So one of the things that has become abundantly clear to me in my own journey and as I coach clients is that everything that really moves us forward in our growth trajectory, in our evolution, is rooted in this inner, an, an inner wisdom, an inner core of peace and uh, your soul, your heart, have whatever, again, whatever words resonate with you. The point is it's this inner, soft, loving, safe space that we all have and not, and it's, that's a different place than the mind. So the mind is that part of us that is usually running hundred miles an hour all the time. The mind is judgmental. The mind is critical. The mind is always trying to put things in right or wrong, good or bad. The mind is very rigid. The mind is the perfectionist. The mind wants to follow the rules. The mind wants to please other people. For those of you who are uh, relate to the idea of people pleasing, that is the mind telling you you're not going to be loved. You're not going to be accepted. You're not going to be successful unless you go do this. The mind is very externally focused. What are the conditions? What are the circumstances? Think of the mind in a super, this is a very primitive way, but it's very accurate. Also, the mind is like the zebra out on the, you know, savanna in Africa watching for lions, right? Hyper vigilant. Like, am I safe? Am I not safe? Do I need to start running? Do I need to, you know, like what's going on? That's what the mind is doing. And it, it's judging. It's moving very fast. Its whole job is to keep you what it thinks is going to be safe. All of that. That's the mind. This other inside part of you that we all have, it, it's not about religious belief. It's not about spiritual beliefs. You could totally get to this from a science base, it doesn't matter. Everybody has this inner part of them that is very wise and knows when to say yes and when to say no. And sometimes that yes might be, yeah, let's have another piece of cake. 
or let's skip going to the gym or let's buy the red dress. And other times it might be, no, 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 no. Don't buy the red dress. Don't eat the extra cake. Don't skip the gym. It's not about the answer. It's about where it comes from. And that is where, because that is also where our truth comes from is that inner wise aspect of us. And so when I'm working with people and the things that I'm talking about on the podcast week after week are really about quieting all the noise of all that external stuff because the external stuff and the way the mind works is all very in our face, right? It's our phones, it's our social media feeds, it's what are the people that we live with want and need the demands of our career, you know, the demands of the community work we do, financial demands, like all the things, all that stuff in the outer world that is is your circumstances and the people outside of you. They are all part of how the mind is processing your experience, how the mind is being a zebra, okay? Um, maybe it's the Serengeti and not the Savannah. Anyway, um, that's the mind and it's fearful. It's much more rigid. It's, it's trying to figure out the rules, right? Like what time do the lions come out to feed? Like if I knew what time, then I could be sure I wasn't here when the, you know, it's all that that's the mind and it's very externally focused. So that's when we think our relationship is our spouse's problem. If they would just stop doing this thing, uh, everything would be fine. Or the problem is the job or the problem is the boss or the problem is, I don't have enough clients or I don't have enough money or I, it's all external. And the problem is that. And I think that if I could just solve that external thing, then all would be well. I would feel happy. I would be less stressed, all the things. But science shows us, research shows us <clears throat> that most of the time that is not true. That much of life's disappointments are about, we do that, we change the job, we get a new boss, we divorce the spouse, we, whatever we do, we make more money, we buy the car, we buy the bigger house, we put the kids in private school, like whatever the thing is that we think is, if we could just change this circumstance, if we could just change this relationship, things would be better. And then they're not. We do that thing, we change that relationship, we buy that thing, and they're not better, we actually don't feel better. And that's because those decisions are all coming from the mind. When we can sort of dive into, put our attention into, and begin to listen to this voice inside of us, we all have it, then we get our answers from a different place. They're coming from that inner wisdom. They are from the inside instead of the outside, so to speak. And they have a completely different quality. So once you do this a little bit, and it takes some practice because none of us are you know, taught how to do this in normal life, growing up, whatever. So unless you've already had some coaching or therapy or you know, figured this out in some other way, um, and started to cultivate this for yourself. I know when I began to understand this concept, I had no relationship to it. Like I it didn't, I understood it intellectually, but I didn't know how to distinguish between 
Is that my mind or is that my inner wisdom? So it takes practice. And of course, it means that sometimes you do something, you go, oh, <laughs> I think that was actually my mind. And I told myself it was my inner wisdom. You know, that happens. That's okay. Life doesn't, you know, we don't have to do the journey perfectly. That's a perfect, perfection is a total illusion. So that's okay. But that's how we learn. And then it's like, oh no. So some of the qualities that I will say inner wisdom typically has, and mine certainly does. And as I coach and talk to others, this is very common. So while we all have it in a little bit of a unique flavor, the inner wisdom is much quieter. It is not yelling at us. It's not coming at us fast and furious. It's not sort of beating us over the head with a two by four. It's much quieter. It's much calmer. Even when it's telling us to say yes to leaving something, leaving a relationship, leaving a job, something that is, you know, quote unquote, hard to do, a big decision. But when the truth that you need to do that comes from inside instead of the mind being freaked out and thinking, attaching itself to, well, if I just leave this relationship, everything's going to be okay. When it comes from inside, it's quieter. It's really love. It's always loving. Again, even when it's hard to, you know, directing us to something that's a hard decision, it's still loving. It's um, more I don't know, like open and fluid, which maybe are words that seem to not go along with yes or no, but it, it just doesn't have that rigid judgmental quality. Um, it doesn't have that quality of perfectionism in it. Okay. And so it just has a very different feel. It just feels different in the body. So what I'm encouraging you to do today is to start to cultivate that. Now, of course, if you want my help, uh, I this is what I love to do. It's what I'm here for, right? So you can um, go to the show notes and book a call to talk about working with me. You can email me and just ask me a question. You can get on Instagram, Brenda Florida Coach, and DM me there and ask me a question or go to my link in my bio. And again, you'll see that connection call link and you can book that and we'll chat for, you know, 15 or 20 minutes and, and decide, you know, you can ask me your question there and we can talk about whether or not coaching makes sense for you right now. But this is definitely a quality, um, a discernment that I help people figure out for themselves because I can't tell you what it is right? Like a coaching client doesn't come to me and say, whatever, I want to get divorced to take a dramatic example. And I say, oh yeah, okay. That's your inner wisdom. No, like you, what, but what I can teach you to do is to understand what your own inner wisdom sounds like and feels like. And yes, I have my um, energetic attunements and intuition to often um, feel that in you. So I can feel whether or not it's the mind I can feel that's the best way for me to describe that. Um, I can feel if it's coming from your inner wisdom. So I may have some feedback about it, but it, it is not my job as a coach to tell you yes or no, you know, you're in your inner wisdom or you're not because we all have to kind of figure it out. It's kind of like riding a bike and, you know, we will fall off a few times and skin our knees. Um, 
but once you get it, you get it and nobody can take it away from you. Um, even if you walk away from it, even if you don't tap into your inner wisdom for a long time, you know, you don't ride that bike for a long time. When you are ready to get back on it, you will, you will know how to do it. So I, I've had some really interesting things in the last few months where I've really noticed that I was saying, my mind was saying no to me all the time about a whole bunch of, for me, these were small things like, um, you know, do I go out to dinner tonight? No, don't spend the money. Do I buy this book? No, don't spend the money. For me, a lot of it was around money because I know I, I'm, I am still, I will be super transparent and say that I know I am still carrying some trauma response from my three years of not having a home and just extreme financial, you know, uh, problems, <laughs> shortages, not having any money, you know? And so I know that even though my situation financially has improved a lot, I'm still carrying, my mind is still carrying some of that. No, no, like that fear around running out of money. I mean, that's what it's all about, running out of money. So that's not where I want to live. My inner wisdom doesn't feel that way, but my mind does. And our mind is usually the more, you know, in the, the more powerful part of what's going on in our daily routine and experience, because we, we are a culture that has been totally geared towards paying attention to our mind and trusting it entirely instead of that inner wisdom. Okay. So I, it was just like this huge aha of all these ways I was saying, no, 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 no. Well, all that, no. I mean, again, think of yourself as a child or a child, you know, no kid wants to be told no 10 times in a day. Right. So it's very kind of diminishing. It makes you feel like what you want isn't important. It is dismissive. It's, it just doesn't feel good. And so I was doing that to myself all the time and I didn't even realize it. And so that was a big aha moment for me to really look at, wait a minute, where am I telling myself no, even on small things? And where is that coming from? Now, I've been practicing this for about eight years now or so. And so for me, as soon as I had the awareness of all those no's, I could feel into the truth that that was coming from my mind, that, you know, 49 out of 50 of those no's were coming out of my mind and not coming from my inner wisdom. And so just know that like for most of us, that's a habit. It's a habit to prioritize the mind over the inner wisdom. Some of us have never, I mean, I know when I started doing this like eight years ago, even though I had been on a, I'll say like a mental health healing journey for a long time. I wasn't necessarily, I didn't yet have the skills for this concept of like tapping into that inner wisdom for, and knowing what that sounds like. And when that's directing me uh, in comparison to the mind and when the mind is directing me or pushing me, if I could make it really simple, I would, that when I just said the word pushing it, it, it struck me because my mind, now this is my mind and everybody's is a little different, but you'll have some version of this that probably resonates, even if you wouldn't use this word. 
when my mind is activated and trying to get me to do stuff or not do stuff, it's pushy, very pushy, very bossy. Okay. And very judgmental. When my inner wisdom is leading me, it's very gentle. It's very loving. It's very expansive. So we all get in this habit of saying no, because our culture affirms it. It teaches it to us. We've probably experienced, you know, we all have experiences like my trauma with that, with, you know, my finances and, and homelessness a few years ago, you know, that are impacting us. And all of that is up in the mind because it, what my inner wisdom knows is that for one, that time was in the past and it's over. Like, yes, I experience it and I'm not, I, I'm not minimizing my trauma when I say this, but it's over. My inner wisdom doesn't need to have me relive it again today and use it as a barometer for spending money. It's done. It's over. And so my inner wisdom is much better at feel the feelings and now it's done. And so we don't have to keep reliving it. I don't have to keep making decisions today based on how I felt three years ago, kind of a thing. Our mind never wants us to forget it. Don't ever forget that happened to you. It could happen again. You could live under a bridge. Don't do this. Don't do that. Like the mind is again, very pushy, very harsh uh, because all it wants to do is create what it thinks is safety. But the truth is when we're living out of the mind, we are in anything but safety. Living out of our truth of our inner wisdom is really where all the safety uh, is. Because when I'm living out of my inner truth, I just know that whatever happens, I'm gonna be okay. And I had times of that while, while I was going through this period, because this was like three years that I didn't have a home. And so it was a long, long, time to have a lot of intense um, financial pressure and, you know, just all the things that go along with that. And so there were plenty of times and days where I was living in that challenging circumstance, sure, from my inner wisdom. And I wasn't all stressed out about it. And even if I had $50 in the bank, whatever, which meant $50 to my name, <laughs> I just somehow had the peace and the inner sense of calm that I was going to be okay. Now, my mind, once I got up in my mind, my mind would never allow that. Okay. So it, it's easy to see in a dramatic example like that, but we've all got millions of examples like that that are a little more subtle. Um, that And that's what we're going here for here. That's where the whole that's everything about uncover and elevate because we've got to uncover where are we we've let our mind be in charge and where our inner wisdom is in charge now the mind is a great sort of servant to our inner wisdom because the mind can get a lot of shit done okay so once my inner wisdom knows oh yeah i'm gonna do this like when i decided to move here to huntington beach that was a very inner wisdom. I, you know, could have picked several places. I could have decided to wait and save more money, like whatever. When you're coming out of $50 in the bank and homeless for three years, deciding to commit to rent to an apartment as delightful as it is, is also scary from a financial standpoint in the mind. 
But when my inner wisdom is in charge, I just got to the point where I was like, okay, here, this, this feels good. Uh, this feels like the time to go first. The initial thing was just pursue, you know, looking for an apartment. Can I qualify? Do I have the cash? You know, like that, the, the initial parts of something like that, because it's such a big decision. There are more, you know, there's more than one part to it. Where did I want to go? And, you know, all those kinds of things that was driven by an inner wisdom. Yes, it's time to go do that. And then I put my mind to work to go do that. Okay. But if I had put my mind in charge of the decision instead of sort of the implementation of the decision, then I, who knows, I might still not have my own apartment because there's often a certain amount of faith involved. So it's not like when I got my own apartment, I had a savings account with six months of rent saved up. So if something went wrong, I'd be okay or, you know, whatever. It wasn't like that. I didn't have, I, I probably had a month. I probably had a month of rent in my savings, maybe two, but absolute tops too, you know? So I had a teeny bit of cushion, but I was also receiving some COVID benefits that I knew were going to end about the same time I rented my apartment. So I also knew my income was going to decrease as soon as I rented the apartment. So like the mind would have never let me do that. But my inner wisdom knew it was time. And so I made the decision from my inner wisdom. I gave myself that yes, and then put my mind to work to figure it out. How are we going to do it? Where do we want to live? What apartment complexes do we like? Do we want to spend the extra money to live close to the beach, even though that means I gave up a washer and dryer in my apartment, you know, like all the things like, great, fill out the application, do the credit check, you know, like then my mind went about doing implementing that yes but the yes came from the inner wisdom so i would love 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 to hear from you about this and if this resonates if you've experienced this even maybe you haven't called it the same words that i've called it here but you know what i'm talking about you know that inner sort of um very grounded part of yourself that sometimes just knows, like it just knows I need to do that. And sometimes, well, often what it knows is really counterintuitive or, you know, not what you would expect. Okay. And maybe not what your family and friends expected, and maybe they didn't like it, but you just knew in your gut would be another way to say it. Um, a lot of that, you know, expression that comes out of knowing in our gut, trusting our gut, that's your inner wisdom. And oftentimes those decisions don't make a lot of sense by the mind, but once we make that decision from our gut, then we can put our mind in charge of implementing that decision. So I, I would really love to hear how this resonates, if you know what I mean, if you want some help understanding that, because um, this is a journey, not a straight line, right? This is a very, uh, you know, sort of two steps forward, a half a step back kind of thing, or trial and error is a better way probably to put it. Because again, I've also had times where I thought, oh, I totally made that decision for my inner wisdom. And then later I realized, no, 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 that was my brain afraid I was gonna, you know, miss out on this or run out of that or whatever. And it was operating out of fear and it wasn't my inner wisdom. The mind can be very clever about how it positions itself so that it seems sometimes like the inner wisdom. So it's not about being perfect. 
It's about starting to really um, get to know this part of you so that you have a strong, you're just building like a muscle, a stronger and stronger sense of when your inner wisdom is in charge and when your mind is in charge. Um, so go to the show notes. There's resources for you in there, including my email address. If you want to email me, head over to Instagram and DM me from there, Brenda Florida coach, or hit my bio uh, link and you'll find other resources there as well as the connection call um, and reach out to me and let me know how you are beginning to work with, or maybe you have for some time, this finding your yeses and your nos from the inner wisdom instead of from that fear-based mind that is so rattling and takes us often on spirals of judgment or shame or criticism that don't serve us at all. So that's how we uncover and elevate. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Uncover and Elevate. Check out the show notes for tons of great information and resources like if you're interested in being a guest on the podcast so we can uncover and elevate an issue in your life, just complete the form in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram at Brenda Florida Coach. You can work with me one-on-one -on -one or get additional information about one of my group or private retreats by completing the form in the show notes. And I would love it if you would share this episode on social and tag me. I'd also love for you to post a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It makes such a big difference and will help others find the show. And I'll be incredibly grateful. This is Brenda Florida, Certified Life Coach, and I'll see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate.